BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. time for the B Brothers Show. Alex B, Miles B, Brother B, how you doing, man? Good, man. We had a little bit of a break. We're, we're, we're really inconsistent in the putting out the product. We suck. But when, we you suck. want to know something? When we do come back with one, I, I seem to think, I, I think we're pretty entertaining. When we do. Uh, we're at, we are right for a couple of goons. Yeah, we're average. So, um... I hope you're going to have some Christmas music, theme music, like the next time we record, because you know it's getting it's getting to be that time. Oh, so may, maybe I'll find ego. something that we won't get in trouble for playing. Um, hmm, that's a good point. I don't know. You could probably find like a Clay Aiken CD or something, or um, who's the one? Nobody post? cares. Yeah, nobody cares. Uh, who's that one guy that died, got got his Soul Patrol that I don't I don't know like a while back? Ruben Stuttered. I'm sure there's somebody out there. That, that that doesn't have a deal right now that they wouldn't care like if we played their stuff. Speaking of Christmas, you know me, I like to spring these questions on you completely unrehearsed, completely unplanned. So, have you ever now you gotta try to be as truthful as you can. As have I you can. ever have have you ever regifted something and what was it and to who? I I actually have, but it was a gift card. Um, okay for a restaurant that I, I didn't like or couldn't eat at or something along those lines. But uh, uh-huh. no, the only time I've ever gifted something was that gift card. That's it. So nothing personal like a coat or, you know, like a, a coat or like a pair of shoes. Because gift card, I think gift cards is off limits. Not off limits, but it shouldn't count because who's going to, you know what I mean? It's not like a personal, it's not like somebody got you like something personal, like a coat or Right, right. They didn't yeah, put much thought this. into it or whatever. <laughs> like, I think I think gift cards are the best Christmas present it, it for really anybody is, because over the age of, like, 13 or 14. I don't have patience to shop, and I try, and then when you when you give people gift cards, they think that you're lazy, but it's just like, it's, I don't know. Let, let I think when you start to get older, especially our age, my age, whatever, let the, let them decide what they want, because I, it's just... It's 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 I don't know it's it's a lot. I'd rather get a gift card than yeah something I don't want, and then I either have to take the time to return it or it gathers dust in my uh, closet or whatever like that, right? Like that's I'd give me a gift card anytime. 
Yeah, or somebody says, hey, whatever happened at such and such, I got you. You're like, who? You have totally no idea where it went. Oh, yeah, no, I gave that to Alex for Christmas last year. He loves it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, last time I went to Indiana where I didn't see Miles, I left it on his doorstep. I don't know what he did with it. It's just gone. Hold on, hold on, hold on though. You say last time I went to Indiana where I didn't you like see that? Miles. That would yeah. indicate that any time you've come to Indiana that you've seen Miles, and I believe you're for sir. I am. I really am. And the and, thing and is, because be her and I, we get... To be fair, the one time I've been to your area, I did not see you either. So, I'll, correct. I'll, you know, correct. I'm also batting zero. And I, and I would have easily went to the game with you guys, right? And I could have went to the game with you guys, but whatever. All right, one more before we we talk about this. I don't know. I just know a lot of people on social media are not really pleasant right now. I'm going to get into that. All right, your take, whether you like them or hate them or not. What do you think about a? Kiss is obviously retired in the live sense, and now they're going to do this virtual reality thing. What What do you think about? Do you think it's just time to like, dude? You guys have made enough money. What's the purpose of doing the virtual reality, hot, whatever they're doing? Which I guess they said they're going to continue the band. Do you think that they have that much of a fan base? Because you know they had George Lucas involved with the project, and George Lucas is not cheap. Star Wars, okay? George Lucas, you know he. Industrial Light Magic and a couple other people collaborated on this project. But what do you think? What do you think? What's your thought? Like, what would, what could they possibly do that would draw fans draw fans into the product? You know, there's so many different ways to look at this. Like, number one is is obviously like, okay, you guys have made your money, you've done your thing, give it up right off into the sunset. But like yeah. on the other side of that, because that's what you know probably the majority of people are going to say and think that aren't like KISS fans, right? Right. Even, you know, if you're at all a fan of the band, it's cool that they're going to have content of some sort for you. Uh, but, like, it, you know, if they're able to do it and they enjoy doing it, who who gives a care, right? Like, yeah. who who are we to say, ah, don't do that? I mean, you know, they're not doing it because they need money. That's obvious, right? No, like, that would that would make a difference if it's like, oh, we're all broke and we've got to do this to make money. They That's definitely not the not. case. That's not the case. Um, you know, may, are they hanging on to something that they should just ride off into the sunset on? I mean, you could say that. But what's wrong with, you know, a handful of old friends hanging out doing music things and with technology and AI today having it, you know, animated or whatever they're going to yeah. do, virtual or what, whatever the plan is. You I, know, I think like, it sounds like it sounds like they recorded like some stuff already. They got some stuff in the can, you know, much like when okay. um, I don't know if you ever saw this a couple years ago when at Coachella, when Tupac showed up and uh, him and Snoop did two of America's Most Wanted. Okay, so that was something that they extracted from a performance. I want to say it was at House of Blues. They created the hologram that Dre came up with. So I mm -hmm. think, I think, and I'm not sure because I haven't like watched much of the interviews. I think they may have some stuff already in the can, where, you know, that maybe you know they could take existing concert footage, you know, green screen it or whatever. They got all the sensors and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know. And they were just saying how Paul will be able to jump higher than he has before because again, it being animated. But I just. Why not just help make concert films? I, I've been saying this about all these bands, all the people that have missed seeing Kiss in concert. Surely they have enough footage in the can, you know, where they can say, you know, the best live performances of 2000, you know, every year release a two hour concert films based on the shows they played that year and you're set. And then if you didn't go to the show, guess what? You can see it and maybe, you know, you might see a clip when, when it came to Indianapolis or St. Louis or whatever. I, I, I don't know. 
I, I never, I never, I can't say I was a fan, not a fan. I think the reality show was good. I think Gene's a genius as far as, you know, how to make money. And they, they, they took their 15 minutes and turned it into like 550 years, it seems like. And yeah, no kidding. They're really not good musicians, but it's, it's the gimmick. I don't know. You were ever a Kiss fan? Uh, I've never been like a huge fan. There's a few of their songs that I, I do really enjoy listening to. Um, but I'm not like grabbing a CD and putting it in, or do CDs don't even exist anymore, right? Yeah, like, dude. Yeah, nice. I'm nice not to show your age up there, on pal. Spotify or iTunes right. or whatever the right. fancy dancey thing these kids are using YouTube. I know uh, anything like that. Like I'm, I, but but like if, a, if if a song comes on, I'm I'm probably gonna enjoy it, rock out to it, you know, whatever. Um, but you know, was never a huge fan by any means. But you know, what they did is they created a brand. Yeah. Uh, and that brand caught on and Gene Simmons being the business guru genius that he is, has found a way to capitalize on it for half of a century. Yeah. You know, like again, much like the same thing I've said about Nickelback, uh, I respect these guys that are doing that and able mm -hmm. to continue to not just do what they love for their whole life, but do it for a lot of money and, and stay relevant at the same yeah. time. Yeah. You know, we, we talked about, you know, things that stayed relevant uh, on the show a couple weeks ago, um, you know, and, and you can say it about movies, you can say it about songs, you can say it True. about athletes. Uh, but, you know, the musicians, those are the ones that sometimes are the most impressive to me, because as a musician, I know how hard it is to get stuck in a certain rut of a yeah. sound or, a, a you know, a chord structure or whatever. So I, I say, you know, go on with your bad self, you know, kiss and, and let's see, let's see what this is. It could change everything. Yeah. I would love to see like their net worth, like, you know, at, cause I'm sure that they made a ton of money on on this tour and it's wrapped up like, you know, going forward, what's going to be the idea? Because like you said, you have to stay relevant. And speaking of relevant, you have to win football games. Mm. But hang your head in shame, my friend, because yeah. the Colts, I want to say they were what? They were on a four game winning streak. Right. Which today got snapped like a Mr. Salty Pretzel. Yeah. So, it's bad. okay. So I'm looking at the. Okay. So inactives Jack Anderson, Juju Brents, Eric Johnson II, Isaiah Lamb, Brandon Smith, EJ Speed, and Jonathan Taylor. Do any of these people on the inactive list from today affect the outcome, or was it just bad football? 100%. Um, I mean, we knew Jonathan Taylor was going to be out. He's missing yeah. two to three weeks after that thumb. He could be back as early as next week. But for this week, we absolutely knew he was out. Uh, Juju Brins is a big one because the secondary, the cornerbacks outside of Kenny Moore on this team that are playing right now are absolutely horrible. Um, and you're going up against arguably the best receiver core in the NFL, even with the backup throwing to him, who – play better than most starters, you know, this week and last week. Um, but I think the biggest one on that list that was a, a surprise and a kick to the, to the, you know, what, uh, was EJ speed. He's been playing so well this year. I mean, so well that, you know, it helped give the Colts confidence to make the Shaq Littered move, which was honestly a necessary move. Um, right. and, and he's, he's, he's just big on energy, big plays, a lot of tackles for loss, um, and, and, you know, while you're excited to have Grover Stewart back from his suspension to lose him and still not have Juju Brents for like the sixth or seventh game in a row now, 
that's that's tough, and, and and obviously this was a really bad game defensively for the Colts. Everybody, I saw everybody, I saw you even got online. You said Gus has to go. Who are you referring to? Uh, that's Gus Bradley. That's the defensive coordinator. Um, he just, and, uh, bad. That huh? might be that might be a little bit of a harsh reaction, but I've I actually have never been a huge fan of his. I don't like his schemes. I don't like his plans. I don't think he blitzes enough. They showed a stat on the game today um, that the Colts were 31st in blitz percentage on defensive plays. So there's only one team in the NFL that blitzes less than us. But the crazy thing about that stat was the other side of it that they also showed. Um, They're number one in defensive efficiency and getting to the quarterback and, and impacting the play in the NFL when they do blitz. So why are we not mm-hmm. blitzing more? Why are we not at least in the mid to high teens as far as uh, blitz blitz rate? Uh, it, it doesn't make any sense. So I, I don't like the schemes. And granted, the the hand that he's playing right now, there's been a lot of injuries on the defense. There was Grover Stewart, six-game suspension. Uh, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that lend to saying, okay, it's not all on Gus Bradley. But I uh, this isn't like me wanting Frank to be fired last year right this isn't yeah. like raging <laughs> last year man you were forks and torches right. right this is right i just don't think he's the right guy for this team and how they play and what this team needs long term out of the defense i just i just don't think he's the right fit i think he could go somewhere else and be a perfectly fine defensive coordinator or even he's proven he can head coach to a certain degree i just right. i just don't think he's the right guy for indy He's got to go. That's why he's got to go. It's a lot different than the Frank situation. Right. Because I'm looking at the recap of the quarter. So first quarter, Cincinnati puts up seven. Second quarter, Cincinnati puts up seven. Colts put up 14. And it just seems like after the second quarter, Colts checked out. So out of four quarters, they only scored on one of them. 34-14 being the final. Bengals, I think, went in at 6-6. Six and six. Colts went in at 7-5, I believe. And... What's next? Like, what is the is, – is the plan still going the way it is where, you know, if, if, the, if they get a win, it's good. If they don't, it, that wasn't the expectation like we had talked about at the beginning of the season or people – because there's a lot of people, man, social, woo, because, you know, everybody's – obviously, they're passionate about the team. So all my right. friends that are watching the game and then you and then, you know, I'm scrolling the timelines and trying to get, like, a recap because, again, I don't have the game out here. And then I'm like, man, 34-14, like, what, what, what has to change – and what lies ahead to at least try to keep the playoff hope? I mean, we're still in the playoffs, right? Yeah, we're we're on the outside looking in right now, but we we still have a, a really good chance of making the playoffs, and we still hold our own destiny to a certain degree. I mean, that's a, a really good question that has a lot of answers. So first of all, um, what happened today is two thirds of the team didn't show up, and the third that did show up wasn't great. The offense was okay; uh, it mm-hmm. wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Uh, I think we're throwing the ball too much early, um, but, you know, it is kind of what it is there. Um, the defense was awful, and granted, yes, they had seven of our 14 points on the on the pick six towards the end of the uh, first half, uh, mm-hmm. but outside of that play, there was literally nothing, not just to write home about, but nothing positive. I mean, they just looked like they were absent. They didn't want to be there. Uh, but the the biggest the, the other two factors for the loss today uh, was the special teams was awful. Matt Gay missed a field goal, a short field goal inside 40 yards. Matt That's Gay missed an him. extra point. 
right? That I mean, you could have put the safest bet in Vegas on that that would never happen, either one mm -hmm. of those circumstances, and feel good about that bet. Um, right. But then there was also the fumble towards the uh, end of the third quarter by special teams. So they've no doubt been the strongest piece to this Colts team this year um, in a world where special teams don't matter as much as they did five or ten years ago. The Colts have, have made special teams matter. I mean, they had, you know, technically one blocked punt and a forced fumble on special teams. But, I mean, for all intents and purposes, two blocked punts in the game last week that changed the course of, of what happened uh, in that game. So, you know, for them to be not just not good, but like a big reason why we lost with, with the turnover uh, and everything, you know, that's that, that then you have, and, and I hate, I hate complaining about officials. But this whole weekend, not just the Colts game, also the Pacers, Lakers. I heard, yeah, I heard the, the Pacers kind of got championship. And you're yeah, not the like, only person that complained about the this, about the rest because I saw people kind of had some friends that had money on the Pacer game, and I yeah. did see there was a lot of there was a lot of chatter about the refs kind of screwing Indiana over from a basketball standpoint and a football standpoint. Well, this is this is a whole different topic, so I, I you know I don't want to get super deep into it, right. but like the refs and the officiating this weekend in these games, it, it's it's not it's not something that's just angering me. It's like frustrating uh, you know to to sit and watch that i mean back to the officiating it, there were no less than five at least five calls today uh that were either a, a penalty that should have been called and wasn't like the block in the back that led to their first touchdown or you know three or four flags on our defense where even the announcers who were heavily cincinnati biased the whole game of course are saying i don't know why they're calling that that is an awful call or like i don't see holding there or i don't see there's one play quentin nelson got called for on a hold that brought a touchdown back that would have made it a seven point game in the fourth quarter and there was literally absolutely nothing nothing he didn't even have him by the jersey nothing on that call really so you know it's it's really frustrating, and, and look, refs make mistakes, umps make mistakes, officials make mistakes, just like players make mistakes, just like you mess up at work every now and then, right? Yeah, but like, that doesn't happen that often. When it happens, I'm pretty, that, I'm pretty good. What do you do? Yeah, when it happens that many times in right. a game, though, right. like it makes you, you know, it brings out the. It almost makes you wonder, so. like. It's it's making – can you imagine, like, the odds makers and FanDuel and shit that are just like, wait a minute, you know, it looks – and, again, this isn't just like – like you said, maybe a mistake. you got like – and, again, again, I know it's the mob mentality of the internet, but there was a lot of people, a lot of people complaining about the officiating. Yeah, and it's – and, obviously, we talk about the Colts, and, and um, you know, we're going to start talking about the Pacers, too. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, uh, this is not – this is not exclusive to our teams. Like there right. have been, it seems like every time I, I turn a, a game on the TV and we're not just talking about simple mistakes that any human could no, make. We're talking, we're talking about game, about game, we're talking game about changing, ga yes. game changing money making. We're talking about people that, you know, and you know, you ne you never want to think in the back of your head, especially if you're a sports gambler, that there's anything that correlates with that, especially when you when you look at you look at a game, you're like, oh, it's supposed to be a shoe in. The odds are looking good, the spreads are looking good, and then out of nowhere, it gets lopsided. So then you're going, man, wait a minute, like, you know, you don't want to think that. Obviously, you never want to have that assumption that that's what's going on. But right. it's hard not to, especially as much as the 
you know, teams and the leagues have, you know, have bonded with sports betting and stuff like that. You, you is there that, is there that, that temptation to go, yeah, maybe we'll just go ahead. I don't know. Right, you know, I don't right, know. Right. Well, and that's a crazy thing. And like, I'm not necessarily saying this is the case when we talk about like the Pacers Lakers game uh, from Saturday, right? The in season right. tournament. I'm mm-hmm. not saying this is the case. So, but I, but I'm gonna put on the conspiracy theorist hat. Yes, for just I love a that. moment. I love that. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give a hot take, right? Like how okay. effing convenient. And I have to say effing because I, I'd like to say the real word, but thanks to our friends with Indiana uh, All Indiana Podcast, yes, we, keep it as clean we, ha- as we, we have can. we have to we have to behave. Yeah. We have to behave yeah. and we have to censor ourselves. Yeah. Okay. So so how effing convenient is it that in the very first ever NBA in season tournament Which I don't even like, get that. I think that's ridiculous. I, I love whatever. the tournament. I love it. It, it really? brought something to basketball during the fall that never existed, not just for the Pacers. It is like playoff field games, all of these games from the group stage on. And they get money, right? The, oh, the, yeah, the players get played. Like the winners got 500k a player. Uh, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was, How many games it was in the insane. series? Uh, it's just seven. It, so the the first four games were in like a round robin, and then the top record from each of those moved on in two wild oh, wow. cards. And then from there on, it was a single elimination game each round. So, so that's nothing to so do with the actual the, playoffs in the spring. This is no, 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 right. no, no, no. Uh, the games count towards your full 82 game season record, except for the championship. Um, right. But but like so like for instance, the Pacers hosted the Celtics. So one of the future games that would be at Gamebridge, Pacers versus Celtics, will just get mm-hmm. wiped from the schedule, and this game will be put in its place. Ah. So what you're saying? I, I cut you off. So I cut you off when you said officiating. So what right, do, what did you right. see? That's how weird. how convenient is it? That the NBA's chosen one, LeBron James, wins the yeah. very first in-season tournament, and when you you the and so many things were suspect. Like uh, there's a few things here, like layers. Like number one, the officiating. Okay, yeah. I can get over that. That doesn't mean it's rigged. Just but because he's a refs were idiots. LeBron's such a flopper. I, I mean, it, it was it was weird. But then the other two things are, are where it really starts to get to me. Like if you listened to that telecast. And I almost turned it off and turned our friend Mark Boyle on instead, but there was a delay right. and it would have made it weird. Um, mm-hmm. it, it could not have been more Lakers-centric. Like, you know, I'm trying to think of the, the cleanest way I can say how they were with LeBron and the Lakers, if you understand what I'm saying. They were right? going, like, <laughs> yeah, they were kissing the hiney. It was yeah. all Lakers. I mean, it was so bad. It was it was one of the worst I've experienced, um, you know. And, and then on top of that, well, one other thing about that is being so close to Los Angeles, 85 plus percent of the crowd was a Lakers crowd. So it was like a right. Lakers home game for them. Yeah. It really was. And that's nobody's fault. That's not conspiracy fault. Vegas is the place no. where you have that. And it just happens to be that L.A. is close. Fine, right. whatever. But this is the craziest part for all those conspiracy theorists. Yes. And like, oh, yeah, the NBA I love a good conspiracy. like Indiana. So my friend uh, Jordan Kane sent me a screenshot, um, and this was around midway through the third quarter, if I remember right. It definitely was in the early mid-stages of the game, uh-huh. um, of a screenshot from NBA.com where they were selling Lakers' first in-season tournament champions gear on the site halfway through the game. Are you kidding me? No, dead serious. Please, I think think you need to post that on our social 
Yeah. Um, because that's crazy. Because I know. I mean, we both we all both noticed the Super Bowl shirts and everything. A lot of those are printed up, you know, right. ahead of time because they want to be ready to to have the players wear them when they're on the platform and are giving away the trophy. But to sit there and be advertising that they're for sale before the freaking game's even done. Yeah. Come I'm looking on at now. it that's, right that's now. Dirt. Like here, I'm going to show it on the camera. Oh, okay. For those yeah. who who are, are watching, it's it's kind of coming in funky. But what that arrow is pointing to, it says 2023 in-season tournament champs Lakers and it's an NBA store link right uh, and, and what time was the timestamp this was at 9:54 p.m. so we're talking mid mid third quarter so middle third quarter game's not even decided yet how far no was, at that point how, it was still actually a very close game I think the Pacers so it wasn't like a blowout where you like probably could have got away with it and said it's a blowout there's no way they're going to catch up let's get this going so there was right. still, there was still possibility right no no it was still very much a very competitive game it was through realistically the last two minutes um you know but like you know going going back to just the whole officiating thing whether it's the Colts and Pacers or if it's hockey, or if it's any other team, college, pro, high school, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I am sick and tired of officials, like, shaping these games. Shaping They them. really are. They really it's are. not just an impact. It's a shaping. And that's, you know, I've never been one of those people that was like, oh, it's all rigged. But it's it all sure scripted looks, like the WWE. This, I'm sorry, the T-shirt thing oh, right there man. makes you think it's it's mm. suspect it's, it's suspect AF that they would be selling. Again, I understand if it was a complete blowout and they're they're to the point of no return. But even then, I think it's an insult. Let's say if it was the case. Let's yeah, say if right? it was you, a blowout. Dude, you never know be, when something crazy know. happens. I mean, think back to every Colts fan's best moment aside from the Super Bowl win, that Tampa Bay Monday Night game where they were down like it was over. And then all yeah. of a sudden, Peyton Manning does Peyton Manning things, and now yeah. it's not over. Um, you know, anything can happen in sports. Uh, you know, now if you're down by 20 with a minute left to go, it's there ain't over, nothing right? But, like, midway through the third quarter, that's a lot of basketball to play, and especially when you have a team that's as fast and fun and can put up points in a hurry like the Pacers. They're setting NBA records but right the problem now is they're not on the coast. Game. They're they're not on the coast. Okay, a small market. They're not, not just not on the coast. They're, but they're in a small, small market. market. And do the Pacers have a marquee player? You know, like when you know back when, like the you know Reggie Miller yeah. obviously was there for years. Do they yeah. have a marquee player like like the Lakers do? They do. Shaq, where who is they it? do? They do. It's it's Tyrese Halliburton and this this kid. I mean, he was good when they traded Demonis Sabonis for him a couple years ago, but he has really blossomed into a top player in the NBA. He's an MVP candidate. Uh, I mean, he had two games in this tournament, the semifinal and the quarterfinal games against Boston um, and Milwaukee, which are undoubtedly the two best teams in, in the East, uh, uh-huh. with zero turnovers and, and like 15 assists plus per game. So, you know, and he's he's a fun kid. He loves being here. He loves how much the, the fan base loves him. Uh, you know, there are, you know, he could be, he he could surpass Reggie as the greatest pacer of all time if he continues doing what he's doing and he he stays here. He's he just signed a brand new four year deal that's a massive deal, the most I've ever seen the Pacers dole out. So the and franchise understands his uh his value to them as much as he understands the franchise's value to him. There's a very unique relationship between the Pacers and And, and you know I'm gonna throw this in there just because I would do all the time. I have to do it every time we talk about that. Just get us an NBA championship. 
please. That's all God. we want. That's oh all we gosh. want. You got this big old mural, but you're missing the ring. Yeah. Like, I think that's what we want. I think when if you, you do like that, it, then you got to put a ring on it, right? You like, got to put a ring on it. Beyonce was on to something. Yeah. But, yeah. And the thing is, I think when you do that, much like the Colts did with the Super Bowl, when the capital, and I'm sorry, going to get political, but this is hot second. Don't edit me out. But when you're spending a lot of money on, you know, on improvements and stuff like that, you could then justify it by saying you want a championship. Yeah, th- that's not political, though, Alex. Like, but, you know, Capital Improvement Board spends a lot matter. of money. Yeah. Look, here, here's the thing. We can all, you know, gripe and complain about taxes and this and that. Oh, we're paying for Lucas Oil. Yes, we are. But mm-hmm. think of the amount of jobs having that stadium here has created. Absolutely. The amount Absolutely. of revenue. The hotels, the restaurants, the jobs, the construction and the construction jobs. No, and, for and sure. It no, no, I agree. Throughout, you know, it's not just directly impacted right there within a mile of Lucas Oil. Right. It, it, those reverberations, it creates more jobs in the production industry for construction equipment. It creates more right. jobs selling signs to people, you know, for the right. outside of a new building or slick. because they've upgraded. That was slick. Yeah. I like how you did uh, that. Signworks I like how you did that. SignworksThinks.com. Yes. The, I uh, see how you did that. Out, you know, no, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining <laughs> when the city spends money. Don't get me wrong. It's right. just... When no, you, I'm complaining keep, about people who complain about it, though. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but when you keep pumping the money in, it's like you've got to see a little – you, you just want to see a little bit back. Yes, the, the return on investment is good, okay? Uh, you have a couple concerts at Lucas Oil. You know, you do have, like, the conventions and, and the high school, you know, the championships and stuff like that, and Bands Big of Ten America. So, you know, I, yeah, Big Ten Championship. I, to, no, I totally agree, and I think even with the – you know, we went to the Super Bowl twice. We won one of them. So – that pacifies people of going, okay, I can't believe we're still paying for this, this, and that, a third. We just right. need that ring. We need an NBA champ. Just one. Well, here's oh, the I thing, mean, man. The, this town loves their Colts, but they've really only loved their Colts since at the earliest, 95, 96 with Jim Harbaugh. But definitely most of these people, 1999, 2000 with, with Peyton Manning and Edger and James. And they're still wearing their Manning Harris. jerseys to the games. They're still right, wearing those. Right, 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 right. But my point is, is like, this town has been an Indiana Pacers basketball town That's for 20 years before people even cared whether the Colts were here or not because uh-huh. there were ABA championships. There were the early and mid-90s and late 90s, you know, Reggie Miller, Mark Jackson, Rick Smiths, or depending on which iteration, there was a 2000 um, NBA Finals against, you know, Kobe Bryant and Shaq uh, yeah. when Kobe and Shaq won their first title. Um for the Lakers, you know, like there were there there was prestige, um, yeah. you know, with this name, and even the year of, of the of the famous malice at the palace, the brawl, <laughs> that team probably would have if there has ever been a team that would have won us a championship in the NBA. They were scrappy, now, weren't they? they Meta were, world they peace. They were good. Well, they they were they peace. were running away with things, and and yeah. and if that fight never happens, they could have rivaled you know what the Bulls did with the seventy win season, what the Warriors would, you know, do eventually later, a decade later or so, like they would have went down as one of the greatest teams yeah. in the history of the game. I think what we, I think we learned, we learned from that that you know that they blew a good, they, you know, they blew a good opportunity, and our test can throw hands, you know, if need be. <laughs> our test can so throw can hands. Jermaine I mean, O'Neal, if that dude and Jermaine O'Neal on the could court, box he, too. he would have ended that dude's life if, dude, if he had yeah. So I mean, these guys could throw hands. I mean, you know, that's what you're looking at. So. Let's talk right. about the next game coming up. It's going to be on a Saturday. Now, why are they playing on a Saturday? We talked about this, so we're going to be doing our sure. recap on Sunday morning. Why are they playing on a Saturday? I haven't really followed to know the, the correct yeah, answer. So with the NFL schedule, the last two or three or so weeks of the season, 
the NFL reserves the rights to move games around to make sure there's more chance for viewership. Mm-hmm. Right? So one of the reasons the Steelers Colts got what they called flexed from the Sunday 1 o'clock game to the Saturday 5 o'clock spot is because that game has a huge impact on the Colts and the Steelers, right? Like the mm-hmm. team that loses that is probably done for the year, right? They There might right. be a outside snowball shot in hell, but chances are they're out. You know, m- not mathematically, but logistically, right? right. Um, but next Saturday, you know, got all those bowl so, games going so, on. So, well, yeah, that too. But, but here's the thing: like, you're gonna you're gonna have people that care about the playoffs because the the, the winners and losers of this impact the entire AFC race because it's so tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, realistically, even Miami being number one uh, at nine and three coming into this, uh, the, us recording this, they've got a game to play. But like, uh, you know, like there's nobody running away with the AFC. This playoff picture will come down to the last minute of the last game in the last week. So, mm-hmm. you know, so they do this flex so that there's more primetime visibility yeah. for football fans. I guess, I guess the reason why I got confused on it, because I know the 16th, you know, is starting, you know, co- the college bowl games are also a lot of them are right. starting in the 16th. So that's, I kind of find it weird to kind of throw an NFL game in there. When you've got, I don't know, you probably got three or four, and I haven't really looked, but I know that the, those, you know, those playoffs, you know, those bowl games start on the 16th, and then you know, usually I know. Yeah, a lot of but times, most of those games, I, I'd have to look at the schedule. Usually, that first round of games is a bunch of who cares. Right. It really okay. only matters to the fan bases, so it's not like you're battling viewership. Um, right. But even if you are, uh, you know, unless it's one of the big dog bowl games or the playoff bowl games. Right. The majority of the 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 audience that doesn't have a dog in the race, whether it's with whatever college games on or with whatever NFL games on, the majority mm-hmm. of the people that don't have a dog in that race are probably going to tune into the NFL game. Well, there you go. We're playing the Steelers next, correct? Correct. Yeah, that's that's, so, a, that's another interesting what situation do you think? with the backup quarterback. I, I mean, there's no reason we shouldn't run away with it. I mean, the Steelers lost to a two-win Patriot team. Um, this past Thursday, they're not a good football team, and they their quarterback, uh, their starting quarterback, is likely not playing. So, uh, you know, but the Colts have a habit of making mediocre quarterbacks look like Pro Bowlers throughout yeah. this season. Statistically, do they have a chance of beating them? Statistically, they're like the smart money. It, Vegas will probably favor them. You know, it, it is the Colts, and it should mm-hmm. be a wide margin. Um, but it just depends on which team and which versions of which Who of shows up. factions shows up. You Who know, shows up? When they're playing great, this team could play with just about anybody. I don't think they'd have a shot against like the Phillies and Miamis of the world, but still, just oh, about no, anybody. No. Um, but when they don't, they can lose to just about anybody. Um, hmm. You know, and, and as much as I hate to say this, man, officiating plays a pretty large role. Thank God it's here in Indianapolis, I guess, and not in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I will I will say that the Colts will win this because they always do seem to bounce back uh, from embarrassing performances like they had today. Um, oh. So I'll say I'll say Colts. You know, I, I think they're going to have a big day. I'll say Colts 31 13. 31 13. And I think what we're going to do, guys, those of you that are listening to the podcast or watching the podcast, uh, probably Friday night, I'll put up the spreads for FanDuel just to kind of see what, you know, see what some of the expert odds makers are saying. And then, you know, obviously do with it what you want. We're not obviously telling you to go to go wager, not wager, right. whatever. But just, just to kind of see what the, what the general wagering population says about this game. Like, 
you know, do we have a dog in the race or, you know, are they going to favor Pittsburgh or what's going on? So, and you're, you're, you're going to be Saturday. You're coming out of semi-retirement. Is that? Yeah. And another, another. So what's with this? Are you hitting midlife crisis? You decide you want to be a bass player again. So you play two shows with alter ego. Then you decide you want to break out the DJ. What's going on with you? So the, the alter ego thing was obviously, you know, planned for, for a while and something that we honestly all talked about doing off and on for the last decade. And we just finally mm-hmm. had the opportunity, right? The right. DJ thing is more of like a favor for a friend, um, okay. you know, so it, it dust off the gear and, you know, I'm not, I'm not out there on the ones and twos and mixing and yeah. doing what we used to do back in the day here. I'm basically a glorified iTunes in this case. So there's no wrong with we'll, that. There's we'll less pressure that way. DJ light, right? That's yeah. my DJ. So you're not, a, you're not up there like, you're not up there like Hugh Jeffner or, uh, you know, top speed or none of those cats. Now, there, there's like, going to be no. Cut. That's not happening. <laughs> Plus, it'd be really weird with what, the type of music these 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 folks want. They want Is like, it, are they rockers? Nineties country and nineties rock and like Ugh. some like hippie rock. So can you imagine like, you know, don't break my heart. My achy break. You know, like it's not going to happen anyway. So uh, you're going to be playing a lot of. Um, Joe Diffie, and I can see, you know, you're going to have to be rocking some of that. And, and wicka, 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 wicka. Welcome to Earth Third Rock from the... Wow, yes. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you know. knew 90s country the way you did, but all oh, right. I so do. I listened to it throughout that whole nothing. decade. Okay, just so everybody is watching, we are going to put up the picture that Miles was talking about as far as the, the NBA yeah. shirts. The and Lakers if you don't want to, get, and then I'm going to do a a little less polite commentary on it on my own because i just that's bad even if it was a complete blowout i just think it's disrespectful and again i know you've got to have shirts ready this was a shirt no no this was a link to the nba store that 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 had that on that yeah man it's absolutely insane absolutely insane all right be looking for that because uh tell them where they can find us kind sir yeah, sure. So you can you can scope the B Bros show on Facebook or X. Um, also, uh, same thing on YouTube. Uh, you can head over to themilesbshow.com, um, and uh, the homepage is actually set to the B Brothers. We'll hopefully get our own domain here shortly. Um, but you know, you can also search us on the Googs, man. You'll find us. But yeah. hit us up, man. We appreciate likes, subscribes, comments, whatever you guys want to throw our way. Yeah. Maybe you have uh, a question we'll you want to ask that's been yeah. some burning question that you want kind of our unsolicited, unprofessional, unfactual opinion on. We could do that, right? Two okay. goons doing the best we can, man. That's how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, sir. Thank you for that. A little bit longer of an episode today, right? But that was fun. That's good. That's good. That's good. We're, we're making up. We're compensating for something. Yeah. All right, yeah. y'all. Later, Brother B. For all you, we'll see you guys. Uh, no promises. Hopefully, next week, right? Sunday <laughs> morning. All right, we'll see you.